I love this time of year. Spring always brings this sense of refreshing, of new life and new hope. It feels like the world is waking up. And for me, I think this year, more than ever before, I am really feeling that. I've finally stashed our winter gear and a few weeks ago started pulling out some of our favorite books for the season and filling up my library card with all the spring and garden books that I could find. In today's episode, I'm going to share some of my very favorite spring picture books that I think you and your kids will love as well. And I hope that they can inspire a little outdoor play and curiosity in your homes. Welcome to Happy Outdoor Families, the podcast that encourages and equips families to spend more time exploring and playing together outside. I'm your host, Emily Eisenbarger, and I hope that as you listen in each week, you will feel inspired and excited about reconnecting your kids and yourselves with the outdoors. Each Monday, I will be bringing you a grown-up episode featuring conversations about all things outdoor play and adventure-related. Every Wednesday, make sure you tune in for an episode just for the kids to listen to with their grownups, where I will bring you a simple play invitation to get you started with some fun, open-ended outdoor play. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. I know that some of you have had snow in recent days, And even here in Tennessee, we had frost on the ground when I woke up yesterday. So I don't want to get too ahead of myself, but man, spring in Tennessee is amazing this year. I'm not sure how it can be, but I feel like every year I am a little bit caught off guard by the absolute joy I feel on the first warm, sunny days of spring. Does anyone else feel that way? It honestly takes my breath away the first time of the year that I feel warm sunshine on my bare arms and smell that early spring smell of rain and notice new plants sprouting and blossoms and leaves coming back on the trees. It's like a part of me was sleeping and I didn't know it until it woke up again. I love it so much. One of the things that I love to do with every new season is pull out some of our favorite seasonal books, as well as try to discover some new favorites. We are huge library users. We regularly use two library systems, our city and our county, and basically have our library cards continuously maxed out. Over the years, we have read more books than I can count, and we've fallen in love with many and have also checked out a lot of duds. So today I'm going to share with you some of mine and my kids' favorite books to read in the spring. The books I'm sharing today are picture books, but don't think that means that these books are only for the youngest kids. If you've got independent readers or kids that you just think are past picture books, stick with me. My girls are seven, four, and two. So of course, at these ages, especially for my younger two, we are mostly reading picture books. My seven-year-old is an advanced reader and is really into long chapter books now, but she still really enjoys sitting down to listen 
and to look at good picture books. And I hope that she will enjoy that for years to come. There are just so many great ones out there full of wonderful art and really beautiful language. Many well-done picture books use language structure and vocabulary that far exceeds early chapter books or even higher level books that your kids might be reading on their own. So even if they are independent readers, there will still be benefit from hearing these books read aloud. Plus, who doesn't enjoy a nice picture? If you want to hear more about why you should keep reading picture books, even with your independent readers, Read Aloud Revival is an amazing podcast that has several episodes on the subject, and you should definitely look it up. When I think about spring picture books, things that come to mind for me are The Changing of Seasons, New Life, and Gardens. All of these themes can provide a great segue into some quality outdoor time and discovery. I'll share our favorites and what we love about them, as well as how we've used these books to transition to various outdoor activities. Don't worry, I'll also list all of the book titles in the show notes, so don't feel like you have to write these down. This certainly isn't an exhaustive list. In fact, if I'm being honest, this list was really hard to make. And it took me a long time to actually get to the point where I was sitting down and recording this because I would have loved to list so many more, but they'll have to wait for another day. All of the books that I'm talking about today, though, are some of our very favorites for this year. And they're ones that we've read again and again. I would love to hear about some of your favorite spring books too. So please come on over and share them with me on Instagram. And I would love to connect with you there and be able to share some of those recommendations as well. Also, just a quick tip for you about picture books. If you are wanting to check out these books, but find that they aren't available at your library and you're not sure if you want to purchase them yet, check YouTube. I can almost always find a read aloud video for any picture book that I'm wondering about. This is great for popular titles that have long wait lists, but are time sensitive. You wanna be able to read them in the season that they're about, right? And it's also really helpful to be able to preview a book that I'm thinking about buying. So there's my quick tip for the day. And now on to the books. I am going to share 15 titles with you. So there's three categories with five books each. First up are a few of our favorite books that are about the changing of seasons from winter to spring and all the magic that comes with that. The first one on my list for this category is Goodbye Winter, Hello Spring by Kennard Pak. This book is part of a series that beautifully illustrates the transitions from season to season. A child and his dog walk through the woods near their home saying hello to various parts of nature, which then respond to paint these descriptions of what everything is like in that season. It starts out in winter and ends in spring as the boy and his dog help us all notice the change that has occurred. Listen to this passage that occurs after Most of the snow has melted and the grass is now green. Hello, budding flowers. Hello, bright blue pond. Hello, running brook. Hello, green grass all, all over. Hello, robins. Hello, our petals blossom. The fish are awake. Streams run down the hills. Morning dew is on the meadows. 
the birds have come back. With beautiful illustrations and poetic language, this book gently guides you from winter ending to spring beginning. This is one that everyone in our family has enjoyed reading and looking at. Next up is When Spring Comes by Kevin Hankies, which is topically similar to the first book, showing the earth changing from winter to spring, but the tone is a little more playful and light. This is one that we have owned for several years, and all through the book, there's this pattern of what exists in winter and what you get if you wait to see spring. This book illustrates some of the most joyful parts of spring and does that so well for kids. It talks about how there will be buds and bees, boots and bubbles, worms and wings, wind and wheels, and you will feel it and you will smell it and you will hear it. And it's just a lot of fun. And every one of my girls has really loved this book and has read it again and again. Okay, and I have one more that is in a similar vein where we're watching the earth change from winter into spring. This one is called Abracadabra, It's Spring by Anne Sibley O'Brien. This is another one that's new to us this year, and it is so beautiful. The colors are rich and vibrant, and it has this simple verse that celebrates the seemingly magical transition of the earth from winter to spring and death to life. The pictures start off more dull and gradually throughout the book become more and more colorful until it ends with a bright spring scene. Every page uses magical words paired with a fold-out page that reveals one of the wonderful natural transitions that we witness in the springtime. Sunshine warms a patch of snow. Hocus pocus. Where did it go? A little green shoot comes into focus. Alakazam! Now it's a crocus. How could twigs turn into pillows? Presto changeo, pussy willows. And so it goes on like this until the book ends with Look at every bright new thing. Abracadabra, now it's spring. I love it. Definitely check it out. Your kids will enjoy the magic and the fun of this book. The next one on my list is rather different than the last three in that it focuses more on people than on the planet. It's called A New Beginning, Celebrating the Spring Equinox by Wendy Pfeffer. So Wendy Pfeffer has a whole series of books like this one that talk about the solstices and equinoxes. She talks a bit about the science behind the seasonal changes and then focuses on the celebrations and beliefs of different cultures around the world related to the coming of spring. Although it is a brief and simple introduction to these different holidays and traditions, this one is a little more text-heavy and will probably be most enjoyed by kids that are a little bit older. My seven-year-old loves to sit down and read this one on her own, but my two-year-old is not as interested, though she does like looking at the pictures. This book could be the beginning of some great conversations about different cultures and beliefs and wondering about how the spring is the same and different for other people. Your kids might be excited to learn more about holidays in different parts of the world, or like mine, they might think it's really cool to find out where the word Easter came from. 
one more book for this category, and that is In the Rain by Elizabeth Spur. Now, this book is not specifically about the change of seasons or even necessarily spring, but I had to throw it in here because I wanted to include a good rainy day book. I don't know about where you are, but for us, spring means lots of rain. This delightful picture book is about a little girl playing in the rain in her front yard, and it is sure to help you and your kids have a more positive outlook on the next rainy day. It starts off, clouds gather, rain pours, put on slicker, go outdoors. I love that the setting is right outside of this little girl's front door. So it's really easy for my kids to look at the pictures and imagine going out and doing exactly what this little girl is doing. So if you want to get your kids excited to play in the rain and see rainy days as just as much fun as sunny days, this is the perfect book. Let me talk for a minute about how I see these seasonal change and weather books translating to some great time outside. And that is that they help us to get curious about what the seasonal changes look like in our area and to be excited about it. We watch for the first daffodils and get excited together when green daylily shoots start popping out in our garden. I love doing seasonal scavenger hunts. You can find a spring scavenger hunt that aligns with your climate and go out on a walk looking for signs of spring. I'll link one that we have used. So if you have a climate similar to ours in Tennessee, check that out. Maybe you can learn together about a new plant or animal that is native to your area and wonder together about what that plant or animal is doing now that spring is here. You can wonder together about your own springtime traditions and holidays, or maybe even come up with some new ones. I really love taking time to notice changes in our outdoor spots with my kids because I feel strongly that this is not only how they can learn more about nature and hone their observational skills, but is also how they form a stronger bond with the green spaces that we are frequently in. We are getting to know the outdoors more intimately and can watch with anticipation and expectation every year. And that to me is really valuable. All right, next up, we are going to talk about garden books. This was by far the hardest category to narrow down. It turns out there are endless amounts of garden-themed picture books, and I love many of them. A quick note, if you haven't listened to last week's episode with M. Shipman yet, definitely go check that out. We talk all about the benefits of gardening and getting started with a garden either at home or with a school or organization. Talking with her definitely got me excited about starting our garden back up again, and I'm extra excited to share these books following that conversation. First up is a really sweet book called Plant the Tiny Seed by Christy Matheson. This is a book that we first discovered through Tinker Garden, We used it for a springtime class and just loved it. It's an interactive book where your child will be asked to do things like press down on the seed, clap their hands to make the sun appear, and so forth, and watch the changes as you turn the pages and watch some zinnias grow. This one is great for young kids. My seven-year-old still likes reading this together, but even more, she loves reading it to her youngest sister. 
I think kids over eight probably won't be as entertained unless, like mine, they have a younger sibling to share it with. This one is similar to titles like Press Here and Mix It Up, if you're familiar with those books. And this would be a really fun one to read and then follow up by planting some real zinnia seeds in a cup or a little patch of dirt outside. And the great thing about that is zinnias are so hardy and easy to grow. So that's a great plant to start with if you've never really grown anything before. This next book is much more advanced linguistically, and it is probably my overall favorite. It is Up in the Garden and Down in the Dirt by Kate Messner. I love Kate Messner. I think that her writing is beautiful and the illustrations are too. And there is just so much to look at. Up in the Garden and Down in the Dirt is the story of a child gardening with her grandmother and all of the beautiful experiences that they have together all season long. This one is a great example of how kids can be exposed to beautiful, complex language through picture books. It is also a book that can be really enjoyable to just flip through and admire the pictures and talk about the things that you see. If your kids are young, my recommendation would be to slow down with this one. Don't feel like you have to read every word. Your kids might prefer to really focus on the pictures and finding details together. This is just a beautiful book that gets me so excited for gardening with my kids this season. I'm kind of unintentionally jumping back and forth between the simple and the complex with this list because this next one is shorter and simpler in language and really in illustration as well. The book is Planting a Rainbow by Lois Ehlert. The narrator of the book is describing how their family plants a rainbow of colors every year and talks about how they plant seeds and seedlings and watch them grow. This one my kids all love, but especially my toddler. It is short and sweet, and it is especially nice to read with toddlers and younger kids who will be drawn in by the bright colors and sharp contrast, and it is great for learning colors. This one would be a great way to segue into doing a color hunt outside with your kids. Ask them how many different colors of a rainbow they can find on your next nature walk. Another fun activity I've done with my kids is to put different colored small squares of construction paper in the bottom of different containers, cups or buckets, or the cups of an empty egg carton, and send them out to try and find natural objects to match each color. Next on my list of garden books is Lola Plants a Garden by Anna McQuinn. This picture book is all about a little girl who reads a picture book with her parents, which then inspires her to want to grow a garden. The illustrations are sweet and simple, and I just love the relationship between the daughter and her parents who help make her idea a reality. They go to the library together to read about flowers and buy seeds and do garden crafts. And eventually, Lola's friends get to visit the garden that she grows and have a special day there with her. This is a really fun one for kids to read and then be able to do something similar themselves especially if you have a little space at your house or at a community garden where your child could make a little garden space of their own. This one would be such fun inspiration for that. Now I have one more, and this last one on my list is definitely the favorite of my seven and four-year-old. It is Tops and Bottoms, adapted and illustrated by Janet Stevens. 
This is the hilarious story of a lazy bear and a crafty rabbit. Bear has the perfect plot of land for farming, but would rather sleep on his porch than work. Rabbit needs food for his family and has no place to grow it. So he hatches a tricky plan to go into business with Bear. Rabbit comes to Bear with his plan. We can be business partners, Hare said. All we need is this field right here in front of your house. I'll do the hard work of planting and harvesting, and we can split the profit right down the middle. Yes, sir, Bear, we're in this together. I'll work and you sleep. Huh? said Bear. So what will it be, Bear? asked Hare. The top half or the bottom half? It's up to you, tops or bottoms. I won't give away what happens next, but your kids will be highly amused. Definitely check this one out. It is a lot of fun. If you are looking for gardening resources and activities to use with your kids, following up to reading some of these fun books, or even for a few more book recommendations, definitely check out kidsgardening.org and listen to last week's episode as well. Now, the last group of books that I want to share are all about animals. When I think of spring animals, I think about nesting birds and about new babies, bunnies, chicks, tadpoles. So here are five of our favorite animal-related books for the spring. The first one that I want to talk about is A Perfect Day by Lane Smith. And oh my goodness, this one is new to us this year, and I love it. It's short and simple and so entertaining. The book goes through um, these different animals and all of these things that make a perfect day for them. Basking in the sunshine, waiting in a little baby pool, getting bird seed in the bird feeder or corn cobs for the squirrel. And then along comes a bear. And you'll find out why it was a perfect day for bear too. Another one that we really enjoy is Mama Built a Little Nest by Jennifer Ward. This is a really cute book with rhyming language and really pretty realistic illustrations of a variety of birds. It teaches a little bit about what their nests are like in a fun, simple way that my kids love. And each page also has a little box with some extra information about that bird species. So you can learn a little bit and it's just so fun to see all the different types of nests and what they're used for. And then it ends really sweetly with telling the child that you have a nest of your own and your nest is your bed. This one can be a lot of fun, especially if you do have nesting birds near your house. Typically, we can find at least one nest that's been made either in one of our trees or um, by our front door. We sometimes get nests and that can be fun to compare to the nests in the book and see which one it's like. All right. The next one I want to bring up is about a very different type of animal. This one is called Worm Weather by Jean Taft. And this one is not really about the worms. It's about a rainy day and these kids that go out and they have a lot of fun and it's described as worm weather. You can see the worms wiggling underground and you see them coming up. I don't know about your kids, but my kids love hunting for worms. They love turning over the big stepping stones and finding the earthworms. And spring is the perfect time for that, especially when there is a lot of rain to be able to go out and to look for worms. So this book to me just feels like kind of a gentle introduction to that type of exploration. Oh, look, it's wet. It's mucky outside. 
that's perfect worm weather. So if you're up for a little stomping around in the mud and searching for worms, this will be a fun book for you. The next one is another one that is new to us this year, and I have been asked to read it over and over again. It is Tad by Benji Davies. It is a sweet book about a little tadpole named Tad who is a little smaller than her Tad brothers and Tad sisters. And as everyone else starts to grow and lose their tails, Tad doesn't. As her siblings start disappearing day by day, she wonders if Big Blub, the scary fish in the deep part of the pond, is responsible. I won't ruin the ending for you, but it is happy. The illustrations are really playful and colorful, and it's really cute. We have read it again and again. This is one that I've been asked to read daily. If you have a pond nearby, I do also suggest going out if it's the right time for you in in your area and seeing if you can spot some tadpoles. Maybe if it's a place that you can go back to again and again, you can see how they grow. That can be a really cool process to watch with your kids. I have one more book for you. And this one definitely has a nostalgia factor for me. This is a book that was a gift to us from a family member when my oldest daughter was a baby and we have read it again and again and again. And that is Home for a Bunny by Margaret Wise Brown. This is a little golden book and it has been beloved by every one of my kids. It has somewhat repetitive, simple language and a very classic looking animal illustrations. It's all about a little bunny in the spring who is looking for a home. He talks to a variety of animals asking about their homes but can't find a home of his own until the end when he meets another bunny who shares their home with him. It is short and sweet, and if you have young kids, you might want to prepare yourself for repeat readings. Now, with the animal books, I know I've tossed out a few ideas for ways that you could take your exploration and play outside after those books. Another thing I will say is that pretending to be animals is such a fun way for kids to play. And that would be the perfect way to translate some of these books into some fun outdoor play. Read about these animals and imagine what it would be like to be that animal. And can you act it out? And can you play like that animal in your nature space? If you want a good way to get started, you can go back and listen to episode five, which was one of our playtime episodes. It's called Box Homes. You can take a box and turn it into an animal home with your kids. This would be an especially fun follow-up to Home for a Bunny that talks all about animal homes. And that is the end. 15 books, three categories. I am extremely confident that you will find at least a few books on this list that will be hits in your house. Again, I will list all all of these books in the episode description. I hope that some of these stories can be the inspiration for some fun days of exploring together outside and finding even more appreciation for the beautiful spring season. Again, if you have spring picture books that you love, I would love to hear about them. We are always excited for new books. Find me over on Instagram at happy outdoor families and share some of your favorites with me. I would love to read them. If you're not on Instagram, maybe you can write a review on Apple Podcasts and put some of your favorites there. 
don't forget to hit subscribe so that you never miss a show. And if you enjoy what you're hearing, would you consider leaving a five-star rating and a review so that the show can be seen by even more people? Don't forget to tune in on Wednesday for our next happy outdoor playtime. I can't wait to play with you and your kids then. And until then, have a great week and enjoy your time outside.